Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Fuck that noise. We're not quitting. You're listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Yeah. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. Feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Grieve. You get a fucking sausage. Folks, it is episode 51, 51 of F That Noise. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am Keith Grieve, your illustrious host, joined by my four merry men, Michael Burdick. Mary. Pete Melia. Cheers. Jamie Klein. Hi! And <laughs> Steven Taylor. It's got an erection. Uh, don't it's I always? Don't I always? Uh, <laughs> God. Where do I go with that? All right. So, hello, folks. Uh, welcome to the plan. Welcome to the program, rather. We are uh, broadcasting live on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash F that noise. We do it every Monday night here at approximately 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. You can either watch there or you can head to fthatnoisepod.com and click on the F That TV button at the top there, and we'll also be streaming live as well. Uh, we've got a new feature here today. Uh, if you are listening or happen to head over to the stream and have a story that aligns with what we're talking about or just want to chat with the boys in general, we'll, we're not afraid of getting off topic every now and then. Uh, the phone number here is 585-484-0342. That's 585-484-0342. Especially yeah, make, sure to, make sure to call in, Michelle. Yeah, yeah some, Michelle. somebody. Our one, our, one, our one viewer. Our one, our one steady viewer. Um, which we are. If anybody can get a hold of Jim Jamalkowski, even if you're listening on demand, have him call in next week at least. Uh, but uh, anyway. or what if Jerry Keyline called in practice? Oh, oh man, yes. <laughs> if there's anybody that can orchestrate a Jerry Keyline call in, that would be fantastic. We can have a duel of the fates kind of. T- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, the F that noise. We have subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. We start every episode with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a movie or TV show said with exceptional velocity and volume. And this segment belongs to Jamie Klein. 
That is a complete lie. This segment this week will be brought to you by Stephen Taylor. Oh, I'm handing yes. the reins over for oh. this week only. This is going for Steve. So, Steve, you take it away. All right. So, the other night I was watching uh, the, I can't remember what year it was, the Frank Oz movie In and Out, which I think is underrated. I think it's a really funny movie, especially Joan Cusack. Uh, she actually got nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for this movie. But we have very few female drives, and she drives fuck so wonderfully in this movie that I had to send the clip around, and everyone pretty much unanimously agreed this has to be the drive of the week. So, Mr. Grieve, take it away, you big cock fucker. Sexist. Wow. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Does anybody here know how many times I've had to watch Funny Lady? It was a sequel. She was under contract. Fuck Barbara Streisand. <laughs> and you, Streisand. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Man, I'm missing it here. Fuck Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. She does. She does have a wheel up, like she gets ready for that drive. It's like what we were talking about before. If you have one fuck to say in a movie, you say it like that. Yeah, she she drives the f in that again. Like all like all the classic drives we had on the show. It's the leading up to the fuck that makes it. Oh my god, she's got she's got some good ones. Uh, If you ever see, uh, she's great in that movie Gross Point Blank. Oh, I fucking love that movie. There's a there's a scene like they were I, you get the feeling they were trying to come up with scenes for her because she's just like she's sort of like his handler and she's in the yeah. office but she's like talking she's having two different conversations on the phone and she's swearing at someone because they didn't give her the right ammo in a delivery and all of a sudden she switches to the other phone call and she's telling him how to make soup and she's fucking yelling at them. <laughs> it's, that was it's, fucking awesome. It's hysterical. Um, did she have a? She had yeah. very underrated. She had a good one in High Fidelity too. When she walks, oh, yeah, she, she walks in the record store and she was like, "Hello, fuck you, Rob." And then she walks out, turns around, and walks. <laughs> oh, out. that's right. That was a great one. Another. No, great it's one. fuck it, it's great. But yeah, once again, I I, uh, I highly recommend if you haven't seen the movie, it is surprisingly funny. It's been a long time since I've seen it. And I laughed quite a bit. Yeah. One... Fuck you, Steve. Oh. Fuck Michael Streisand. I think that goes universally, but that was right. <laughs> that was the drive of the week brought to you by Trashman Media for all the latest DVD and Blu-ray commentary and reviews. Head to trashmanmedia.com and also on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to check out www.bizarrebiz.com for your latest news and no bullshit. I can connect you. Oh, hello. Anus. Yes. Right. I don't know what that was, but somebody making a phone call. No. Someone calling us? I don't know. I just got a phone call from Mike Burdick on my phone. I don't know what, what's going on with that, but <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Right. Mike's messing with your mind. So, <laughs> so uh, the theme of tonight's show, in an effort to keep this as close to 30 minutes as possible, uh, is what's a time you thought you were so right and you went all in only to find out in the end, not so much you were wrong. And it's based on this story. Uh, police find reported severed foot was actually a mannequin. 
January 6th, a Canadian police officer investigating a witness report of a severed foot at the side of a road made a considerably less alarming discovery, a discarded mannequin foot. The Delta Police Department of British Columbia said an officer on foot in Ladner was stopped by a passing driver. The driver appears quite distraught and states that there is a severed foot roadside by the pump house, the department said in a Facebook post. The post said the officer went to the location and discovered the object was luckily not a human body part, but rather the foot of a mannequin. If you happen upon a mannequin with a missing left foot, let them know that it can be found at the Delta Police Department, the post <laughs> said. So, I guess if you think you see a severed foot, you, you gotta do the right thing on that, but I don't know, maybe since it's just a foot, I don't know if I would maybe investigate <laughs> no, a little further. No, like if it was a hand, that's one thing, or a, or a breast, but like a foot, Okay. Uh, how many? How Mike, many? you know you never would have called the police if it was suppressed. You would have brought that shit home. Put it in a jar or something. <laughs> That's right, you would have. <laughs> you'd, put on your, you'd put on your head and go to Perkins or something. <laughs> 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 Perkins makes the joke. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure you tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Just oh, the tip. Talk about flat. Talk about flapjacks. <laughs> right. From zoo. Right. All right. So, does anybody want to go first? Yeah, this is I, the I, easiest. I, this, this is the easiest one for me. Really? Oh, it was so hard easy. for me, man. Go ahead. No. Well, my first marriage. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is without a doubt. That's awesome. I thought I was a thousand percent on that, and fuck was I wrong. And not only that, I was proven wrong really fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's that? Well, she was young. Yeah, they all are, though. Wow. That is hilarious. But the wedding was fun. Oh, the wedding was, the wedding was, the reception was great. Yeah, the video of Jamie running around the dance floor with the video camera in people's faces is fucking jacked up. Yeah. yeah. You did get, do you remember getting mad at me? Though you did get mad at me that night. <laughs> well, because I was probably told to be mad at you. You know what I mean? Well, no, no. It was, um, I, I did uh, the big cock man on the dance floor. And uh, the big cock man just started ejaculating on everyone. <laughs> Okay, maybe, maybe that was. Way too far. You're like, Jamie, stop it. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's like Mrs. I Taylor mean, like, watching Jamie. Like. It's not like you were dancing with a girl with hepatitis, though. Ah, Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. <laughs> you ass. Wow. Wow. Do we have to give context? No. 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 I'll, say, I'll, save, I'll save Keith the punishment of that. <laughs> None, oh, none needed. Okay. I just uh, <laughs> apparently we're having stream difficulties. You know what it is? This is going to be. I'm going to go off topic here. You want to know a time that I thought I, this was not my example, but this is an example I'm gonna, I just came up with just now. Why don't you just budge in, Keith? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I thought that OBS would be able to handle whatever the fuck I wanted it to do with this goddamn thing, and it really has Heck. not. And every time I fucking try to stream after an update, it always fucking freezes the, the, the stream. Okay, I'm done. All I know is that in this stream freeze, uh, Pete looks fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> that the one about the hooker with dysentery? <laughs> <laughs> there. Okay. Yeah, it was my ex-wife. There we go. It's better. Oh, man. <laughs> hooker so, with dysentery. All right. So, Steve, you're using your first marriage. Do, yeah. Do you have that any, was the easiest. Out there, man. 
That was the easiest one on planet Earth. It took me like two seconds to come up with it. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's, but like, I don't want to, like, there's no way for me to probe on that and, and ask more questions. Because I know I'll probe on that. Really... Go ahead, probe. Probe away, Mike. No, that was just a sexual reference. I got nothing. <laughs> no, you know, I thought I was, you know, marrying, you know, pretty woman and ended up being Beelzebub from The Exorcist. So, wow. okay. yeah, Captain but you Howdy, know what? Captain Howdy came to my uh, after wedding party. You know what, man? It wasn't boring. No, it was not boring. It was not. Oh, there were just soul sucking and damning. That's most of life. That's did true. Did you get, <laughs> at least get a chance to make love on the wedding night? I believe yes. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been very memorable. Uh, I've already started laughing after I said that. I was like, <laughs> do you want to do you want to know the truth though? It almost didn't happen because when we were getting in, my brother and sister in law drove us to the hotel, and when we were getting in the car, she sat on my three hundred dollars sunglasses and broke them right on our way to the honeymoon. And so it almost didn't happen that night. I was like, oh. <laughs> you almost cut off sex? Because I was fucking furious. I was afraid I was going to choke her to death. For sunglasses, Steve? <laughs> For sunglasses? Yeah, $200, $300 sunglasses. I love those fucking things. That probably should have been an indicator right there. <laughs> I think it was. There's no, there were a lot of indicators. I was, I was blinded by the sigh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't that a song? All I remember is Keith, you know, like trying to start the karaoke. So we're standing up there and he's like, oh, by the way, Mike's going to do some karaoke. He hands me the mic. I had no idea what song was coming on. I don't remember And he put that, on no. uh, Give Me Three Steps or whatever the hell that song is by Leonard Skinner. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, here you go, Mike. And he like walked off. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. No, yeah, honestly, the best part of that whole situation wasn't even the wedding day. It was the bachelor party because oh, Jamie funny. was filming it and he sent me a tape of the wedding and I didn't know he included parts of the bachelor party, which for those of <laughs> you who don't know, it was, it was not any strippers or anything like that. It was no, smoking it was cigars and playing cards, but there was one part that Jamie included on the tape that I watched with my loving new wife where he asked me, oh, so last time we'll get Steve single. And I was like, yeah, last time I'll be happy. And let me tell you, <laughs> that cost me so much when uh, that was heard. I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding are me? You saying that, that are you saying that it was Jamie's fault that you got divorced? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's his fault. I got my balls broken that night. That's fun. Oh my god, I'll never forget the look on her face though when that came across. I was like, why did he put that on the fucking tape? I can't believe Well that's it. why that's why Seuss cut everybody off because that whole tape at his bachelor party. Yeah. Well never, it's just because she never she saw Pete Clem there and was like, I can't marry you. Never never tape a bachelor party. I think we've all learned learned yeah, that lesson. Learned that too late. Well, I mean, with with this group, we had a video camera for freaking everything. So like of course you yeah. had a video camera at this moment. The thing is is that if you're a, 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 a brushing bride, and here's some free advice for all the, la the single ladies out there. If you're all the single ladies, huh? all the single ladies, uh, listen up, <laughs> listen up, kids, because if you want a happy marriage, here's the thing. Unless uh -oh. unless your to be husband ends up actually having intercourse with somebody besides you, 
shut the fuck up about the bachelor party. That'll work. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> nice public service announcement. There you go. The more you know. I, I, I like it. See, the, 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 the highlight of the story, though, is it's been 15 years since that all ended and no hard feelings. No, here we God. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, 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 no hard feelings. It's like, all In this fact, time- uh, it was like, it was about a year ago. We had a brief correspondence for like, she needed a copy of a paper or something. And we were very cordial. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to push that aside for like 10 years. I wanted to murder, death, kill. And I was like, I'm just going to push it aside. Yeah, Everyone's we'll grown keep- up now. It's a different world. We'll keep that between the five of us. Yeah, and, and the internet. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like the you no know, the people in India are not going to call her and tell her. Uh, <laughs> they might. No. You never know. You never know. So, That's true. Yeah, this I should have had this queued up before, but like women bow out, mind your own business when it comes to the bachelor party. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so, all right. It's worth the late queue. That was good. Who wants? All to right. Go? Who's next? Who wants to go next? Uh, I, I got a good one. I, I thought about this one. This is more humorous. Um, this was, uh, I would say, about two or three years ago. It's kind of recently. And so, um, you know, those pop-up uh, Halloween stores that come up, like Spirit or Halloween Town mm-hmm. or whatnot. And it was during work. And at lunch break, I went to go and take a look at everything because it was just getting around Halloween. It was like early October. So I walked in there, and this place is awesome. They have so many cool like animatronic creatures and they have it set up where you hit your foot on the bottom and like something will pop up or something steams or something screams and all this stuff. And I'm going around and hitting the buttons. There's Michael Myers and Jason. And uh, I think Pennywise, there was a bunch of, you know, there's werewolves and stuff. I was like, this is fucking awesome. And it was really well done and it was all over the store. So it wasn't just like right in the beginning when you walk in, it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I go up to this, I hit a Wolfman one that was really cool. Then there was like, over here was like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre looking thing. And it was like this thing in a chair. And it was like, its head is like halfway turned and it's in a wheelchair. And the face is like completely annihilated. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm kind of shocked that they would have this in the store with kids and everything. And the thing is like, it looks nasty. So I go right up to it and put my face like really <laughs> close right into it. And all of a sudden this thing goes, uh, uh, and I jolt back. It was a fucking handicapped guy. Oh, oh my God. Pull, this guy was wasted with wasted. I mean, I, I pulled back and I quickly, instantly took off, walked right oh, off the store. Oh my God. I got the fuck out of there. So... That was, I I was oh, that's amazing. Right up to it. My face was like right up to the guy. And all of a sudden he just hears, mm. okay. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I might have even like, said, like, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I should have, like, pulled it. Like, put my finger, <laughs> take my finger and push it on its face or something like that. Oh, my oh, God. Just, oh, no. Amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I felt horrible, but I quickly got out of there. But as soon as that happened, I was like, holy fuck, that was goddamn hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, that's insanity. Jesus Christ. Oh. So 
I learned my lesson. Not everything is as realistic in the uh, the Halloween store. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one to grow on. It's such an awful story. <laughs> it's awful, but I... that's an amazing story. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm sorry. Yes, it's it's awful in an amazing way. Sorry. Oh man. All right. Who else is next? Who's who's next? Keith. Okay, fine. I'll go. Mine's not really mine's not really a big deal, but I feel really bad. So you you guys. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, man. So you guys know my my uh, my family's a blended family. Okay. So, uh, so my uh, stepdaughter was 10 when I met her. And so we had, uh, we all moved in together when she was 11. And so we're in the apartment. We had, uh, my wife and I had our son in May of 2011. So he's, he's young enough. Cause it wasn't when he was a newborn, he was young enough to be held, but, um, something was going on and she was you know going through the preteen kind of getting an, getting an attitude, thinking she knows what's up and everything like that. And I went off because she started smirking at me while I was trying to correct her. And I went, I went, and I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. Don't ask me for anything. And I went on this tirade only to turn around and see my son making faces at her. And that's why. She was smirking. <laughs> and I just kind of skulked away and just freaking just found a corner of the apartment. Where's a, Three bedroom apartment. That's when you open your wallet, you just give them money. Like, shit, like Jesus Christ, I felt like such a dick. Oh man. But yeah. Oh, that was fucking incredible. I mean, a, a close second was the uh, story that I've already told on this uh, podcast about my going away party to New Jersey, where I thought there was no reason for the bouncer to throw me out, and so I went off on the bouncer at Comics Cafe. But yeah, I was drunk and dropping glasses all over the place, and yeah, I just I just didn't remember it at the time. <laughs> so I was really. I'm amazed you ever remembered it. Yeah, right. So, but yeah, that was it. All right, who's up? Oh, Pete, Mike, fast and put down. All right, all right. Yeah, it, this this play real fast, kind of boring, but for the longest time, I absolutely refused to watch this movie. I. I, I sat down and I watched it once, and I, I, I was in a really bad mood. I just hated it. I didn't think it was funny. It was, I, I couldn't stand all the if parts. If it's Empire Strikes Back, I don't want you to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 
you know, my whole life I'm going, I, every time the, the subject comes up, I'm blowing the movie off. My God, it's terrible. I don't know how anybody could like that. It's nonsense, you know. So I, people finally wore me down and got me to watch it again. And I laughed the entire time. I thought I was going to die. And it was Young Frankenstein. Oh. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he came yep. back. I was, that movie was just finished. It had no chance with me. It just absolutely not. Oh, hell, maybe I don't do that. Any, any, anything to do with young Frank's side, we always said, oh, that's Pete, Pete, Pete. And you're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's reinforced it all the more. I'm like, I hate that movie. I've never watched it. If there's one thing we're good at is driving something in the ground if somebody doesn't like it. Gee, I have no idea what you're talking about. Fuck Barbara Streisand. All right, Mike, you're up. Mine is in no way exciting, but it needs to be said nonetheless. My biggest thing that I thought was a really good idea and thought that I was really right about and turns out I was completely wrong. College. (laughs) (laughs) I should have never gone. I feel like I would not be in debt that I'm in even to this day. And I feel like I would have found theater anyway which is what i found in college and i feel like do you it really was a real big fucking mistake and yeah, i feel but... like no kid should go to college uh i i feel i i feel it's fucking bullshit and uh what a waste of time and money good my god hey i'm 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 against it's, the whole uh, you need to go to, yeah i'm against the whole you need to go to college bullshit but mike you fell in with a group there that really set your life in a, in a path yeah, that to sit That's here and true. say you would have found theater, maybe you would have, but that group that you were around, I mean, look at all of the plays and stuff that we've done virtually this year. How many of those people were from Cortland? All right, I get you, and I hear that, but all this time, I think there's some things that are destiny. I look back at my life, I'm like, I there were times when I was writing, there was times when I was doing this and that. There was you guys and hanging out with you guys and going into these places and doing these outrageous things. I think it would have found me, but without paying the exorbitant amount of money that I paid to spend four years at a place. And then, and then, you know, I just, I just, that's, that's the one that kept coming back in my head when this question was posed. So I do hear you. I hear the point, but um, I I think it's a waste of time. You know, it's what's funny is my mother had a box of, with a bunch of old notebooks from Cortland in it and I was going through it and I took a class on the, the history of the Holocaust with Dr. Gutman. Uh, mm. And so I was going through that class because I'm a, because I'm a glutton for punishment. I was going through some of my tests and my grades and some of his comments and, you know, you, you didn't answer the question and you didn't do this, you didn't do that. And I said to myself, well, I'll show you, I'm going to work for a grocery store the rest of my life. Uh, but uh, did you say that to him? No, that was 2020 Keith looking back on everything no i mean that but that there's that too it's like you know with a liberal arts college like we went to like i believe me i understand the theater thing but i've gone back there several times in my adult life just i leave with such an empty horrible feeling really oh i do anytime i go up to to that college i just hate myself for ever going there and (laughs) and uh well, no, I do. I, I do. And I, I, um, 
I just think it was such because mostly because mostly because of how much money I paid. But generally speaking, like no one gives a shit if you went to a SUNY school. True. Like if you go to a SUNY school, it's like going to trade school. It's like nothing. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, so like I I had a similar divergence of path that you did. Like we I, we both went to be high school social studies teachers, and then we both ended up mm-hmm. not ended up doing that. You actually finished the program. I ended up not, but. While, yeah, I dropped out of my student teaching. Well, I, I didn't even it. I didn't even start the student teaching. Like I got yeah. to the last semester and was like, yeah, you know what? I'll take my history degree and figure it out. But part yeah. of that was because I got heavily involved with the campus television station. I was the sports director doing play by play for the football, basketball, hockey teams. And like that kind of like said, like, you don't want to do that other thing. And like, you mean training for having a podcast someday? That yes, you could do that was one episode. That's right. It was, it was I mean, honestly. <laughs> Yes, um, you're right. Um, but like those experiences, though, of, that I got, I wouldn't have gotten anywhere else. Like it, I learned so much about what I'm really capable of uh, that can be applied in like every aspect of life. And it's it's not always. But been, couldn't you have done that like any like wouldn't that have happened anywhere? Possibly. But I just don't know. I mean, because I, if I would have gone as a rudderless ship out into the world, I'll tell you right now, I came this close when I was at MCC to quitting school and going and working sheet metal for twenty five dollars an hour. Now, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Not that that's a bad life or anything like that. And maybe it would have worked out good in the end. A nice union job. Freaking can't get fired from anything. Don't have to worry about shit. But. In the end, is that really where my life wanted to go? Is is this do the grocery store that I work for? Is that really where I want to go? Well, I don't know. I'm 30 years in now, so I guess I'm here. But you know what I mean? There's other things that I like to do that are more self-starter things like, you know, this podcast, like the blog that we had before, like Steve, Steve and I had the sports podcast before. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't have the experience of kind of running things from the ground up at the, at the at the television station in Cortland that nobody watched. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have the confidence to just get out there and just learn this shit. Mm-hmm. You know? I get you, but I, I, and I, and I agree with everything you're saying. I just feel like, um, I feel like certain things are destined to happen. And I feel like, you know, you're, you're going to grow up one way or the other. And everybody uses it, uses college as a sort of rites of rite of passage, unless you have like a Ivy League education. You're using it as a rite of passage to grow up, to do this or to have drinking experiences and do this kind of thing or whatever. And it's just at the end of the day, it's an awfully big bill. I, I agree with that. And 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 that's that right. And the thing is, is that we the biggest thing about it is is we were raised in a suburban <laughs> lifestyle where you were expected to do it. You were expected to go to college and you were expected to yeah, there was no like, other option. Was, there wasn't really a, a different path to than than you either you either did what like so I won't name their names, but certain people said fuck college and they went and worked on a grill at this place or that place, or they went to college or you know, there was really no in between. You know, and I, I part of me think I've other choices. Yeah, there's there's one path now. There's, yeah. there's less now. There's no yeah manufacturing well now i think there's actually now i think we're facing a crossroads where because of covid and because of other things people are starting to ask whether it's worth it because education is now going to be practically virtual more than anything else like people are going to college but then they're sent home early or this or that and the other thing and people are starting (laughs) to ask 
is it worth it to go for the payday that you're paying? Well, and that's so, right. Is it, is it worth it to go to go basically park your ass at a desk for 40 years, mm-hmm. you know, and work yourself to the bone and not get ahead? And is it worth it? Oh, yeah. Because right now I'm like I'm working at, at the company I work at and I work with mostly people who went to uh, Ivy League schools at big, big universities. And I, and, and that's the thing is like, they, they all ended up at this place and somehow I think by a happy accident, I ended up there. I'm not trashing myself. I've done what I've done, but I feel like you get a different vibe from these people that went to these schools that were actually gunning for these careers. I I don't know. It's just a, it's a different experience, but that was my, my big thing that I thought was so right. And I don't think it worked out. Yeah, a runner-up is. I, I thought for sure I could make it to sixty-five to retire, and now I now I realize there's no way. <laughs> I make it without a doubt. But I'll tell you what, Pete. I I don't want to. I don't uh, need. That's exactly I, what I mean. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. My my yeah. father. If my father was still alive, my father told me over and over and over again he would never retire if he could help it, because he said he said I can't see a path where I'm not working that I'm going to be happy. So it's just, it's like, it's a choice to make, but I, I yeah. wouldn't want to retire. I, I hope I, but you got to get to work. a point where you're doing work that you really want to do and not just you know, in a job for sure. And I'm trying bills. to get to that point where right. I'm not working every Friday night. Yeah. It's not sit on your ass. And all of a sudden you're like, I put in my dues. I can sit in my recliner and watch, uh, you know, movies yeah. all day. It's you're going to want to do something, but it's going to be something that you really like just want to do. Well, I don't think there's a person out of the five of us that doesn't have aspirations outside their job. I don't know what you're talking about. Basically just, you just tip that you tip all the hours you work now into something else. Mm-hmm. And let one of them go. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The dream for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. for sure. I don't remember telling my guidance counselor that I wanted to be trapped in middle management for 40 years. <laughs> well, I agree with, I agree with what you're saying. I understand the frustration, but I'll say it again, Keith, that you're the most responsible person <laughs> That I've, you're one of the most responsible people that I've ever met. So I, I wouldn't. Yeah, fucker. So I, I don't want to turn this, but I, I'd say that I always think about that when you tell me about this or that with your career. I think that you're doing a great job. Oh, so. You're getting all mushy on me, or I'm changing the goddamn subject. Or... All right, to lighten the mood. Wait, I got a bonus oh, one. To lighten the mood. I got a bonus oh, one. Okay. There was one day I, I was hooking up with this chick who. <laughs> because of the body type, about your because of the body type and size, I was expecting a vice grip, and I got the Lincoln Tunnel. Mm. And I thought it was going to be like one of those horror movies where the monster pulls the guy through a hole, and his body bends the wrong way and goes in. That's what I was afraid of. I was like holding on to the side of the couch so I didn't fall in. That's right. That's like that that scene in Flash Gordon where they put their their hand in the stump. Yeah, it wasn't my hand though. That's right. And and at first I thought me and Mike were correct with our uh, estimation of our penal sizes. I was like, oh my god, is this it? And I'm like, no, yeah, that's you not. You always it. have to go first with, and you have to try to get an echo. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> you beat me to it. I didn't get an echo. I was I was being talked to by the other guys before me that were still. Around. I had I had the effect <laughs> all queued up. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. I wanted to cry. <laughs> And that was my, that was, that was a, uh, what's that? What'd you say, Mike? What are you guys talking about? It's more more like, 
This. <laughs> right. I lost my watch. Somebody help me. <laughs> I lost my VCR in there. <laughs> my, my Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, God. You do know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same place. Oh, same place. The same place. All right, we got, we got this back on the right track. Anybody uh, watch anything, listen to anything, read anything, intake anything, media wise that you're excited about, or that you hated, uh, or that you Kai. fucking hated? Cobra Kai season three. I haven't I haven't finished yet. Me neither. But it's good. It's really good. It's. Uh, I was telling the guys though that I feel like I'm in binging overload between the Mandalorian and and Cobra Kai. I am, uh, I am next week. My, uh, my play opens. It's the, the only play I know of that's actually live theater in New Jersey or New York city. Oh, really? Wow. So, uh, we're doing a, we're doing a stage play, a fully stage play. I'm directing original plays. It's, 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 uh, opening next week. So that's awesome. I'm actually very proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, nice, uh, yeah. What do you have to do? Any specific per, uh, precautions or anything for COVID? We've had incredible precautions. Like uh, we've done every time you go in there, we do we test temperature uh, anally, which feels good. And then we uh, <laughs> where we it all, is it is theater. So uh, I wear masks as the director in all the rehearsals. We can't have we won't be able to have audience in the first five rows, and they'll be spread out. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> And uh, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna bore everybody on F that noise page. I'm gonna put up this uh, video we made of it, which is non pornographic. So, oh, oh. damn it! I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh Christ! All right. Anybody else? Well, thanks to Jamie and Mike uh, giving me some inspiration with their uh, movie viewing recently. I watched Superman the movie last night. Oh. Forgot how much I love that movie, and still to this day, I think. That theme song from John Williams is one of the greatest pieces of music ever written. Agreed. Every time I hear it, I get yeah. goosebumps. I get yeah. like absolute goosebumps when I hear it. Absolutely. Great movie. Agree. Yep. So good. So good. Yeah. It's right up there with Saw. Miss <laughs> Tess Martin. In her tatas. Fuck Barbara Streisand. Yeah, and fuck <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Yeah, fuck her. Fuck her. Too, yes. uh, Pete, you, can you uh, see anything? You know, I've been watching this old show called Pole Dark. I don't know. Pole Dark? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Po- 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 d- I like dark? it already. Pole Dark? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it- yeah, it's called Pole Dark. I don't know. It's it's just some old Scottish show. Or I'm not sure what it on. Trying to protect. It's like background fodder, you know. Boner. What, uh, is it on like a streaming service or what's it on? Yeah, it is. It's on Amazon. It's on Prime. But oh, boner, cool. right? <laughs> oh fuck yeah! yeah that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh fuckers! Oh, I'm fucking coming. Okay. So, um... <laughs> 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 oh, that's God. so great. That's after the show. Uh, so I've been trying to, <laughs> I've been trying to get through Cobra Kai, and we got me and the missus got back on the Expanse. Um, we're in season three of. They just dropped season five, so it was kind of like, oh yeah, remember we started watching that? We got away from it. Um, but it's a sci-fi kind of space adventure kind of thing. So, 
I'm kind of mm-hmm. like I like it, but it's it's like I there's things there's, that I see and I'm like, hey, okay, I'll go. I'm here with it. I'm let's go. But <laughs> it's not like the Mandalorian where it like blows your hair back. But it's good. It's got some compelling storylines. So that's uh, all you can ask for these days, isn't it? Mm. And I got my uh, my uh, turntable up and running finally. So I got my first Ugh. my first vinyl record, which was uh, Counting Crows, August, and everything after, because it would just have to you, be. You get you have to imagine my shock. I know, I know, it's just totally blowing your hair back. I just I, I get it, I get it. Um, but yeah, that's. Are that's... you getting any more uh, vinyl? Anything else in the, uh, yeah, the future? I'm, I'm trying to do it in a very specific way, like like the the albums that like I consider like my all time faves, like the, the the best, the ones that really made an impact on my uh, psyche over the years. Right. So, so like crisscross. Yes, okay. yes, yes. And, um... <laughs> I was gonna say, are you gonna host any uh, you know DJ any rap battles? Uh, no, it's not that kind of turn. It's not that kind, not that kind of turntable, Mike. Oh, okay, all right. Not not the fun kind, by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and with that, we'll end it. <laughs> this is episode fifty-one. <laughs>